0: Chapter twenty seven of Sir Gibby. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Sir Gibby, by George MacDonald. A Voice That winter the old people were greatly tried with rheumatism, for not only were the frosts severe, but there was much rain between their children did all in their power to minister to their wants and gibbie was nurse as well as shepherd he who when a child had sought his place in the live universe by attending on drunk people and helping them home through the midnight streets might have felt himself promoted considerably in having the necessities of such as robert and janet to minister to but he never thought of that it made him a little mournful sometimes to think that he could not read to them Janet, however, was generally able to read aloud. Robert, being also asthmatic, suffered more than she, and was at times a little impatient. Gibby still occupied his heather bed on the floor, and it was part of his business as nurse to keep up a good fire on the hearth. Peats happily, were plentiful. Awake for this cause, he heard in the middle of one night the following dialogue between the husband and wife. "'I'm growing terrible old Janet.' Said Robert, "It's a sour thing this old age, and I cannot bring myself content with it. Ye see, I cannot be new stilt. That's true." Robert answered Janet. "Gien we had been born old, we micht by this time hae been at home with it. But sign what would a come o the grand delight o seeing old age rind herplin? I fray the face o the ancient o days. I would fain be content with my lot," thought, resisted Robert. But when I fin myself say helpless like i cannot get it out of my head at the lord has forsaken me and left me to make an ill best o't wanting him i would not last suck a thought come into my head robert say long as i kenned, i could not draw breath nor wag tongue wanting him for in him we live and move and how our being can he be the life o' me what for a so terrible myself about that life ay lass but gin ye had this ash me making a year-breast as game twere lined with a sandpaper as they had been litched a thousand, or twa lucifer spunkse upon ye, Mitch be dread to forget that the Lord was your life, for I canna tell ye it's no like hain' his breath I your nostrils. Eh, hey, my bonny lad, returned Janet with infinite tenderness, I, Mitch, will forget it. I do not wouldna be half so patient as yourself, but just to help to had ye up I tell you what I think I would eddle after. I would say to meself, Can he be the life o' me? I hae no business with only mar Ought nor he gives me. I hae but to take a breath, Beat hard, beat easy, Ain't at a time, And let him see to the nest himself. Here I am, and here's him, And that he winna lets Ain't mark come to ill, That I'm weel sure o'. And ye meet just think to yourself, Robert, at as you're born until the world, and here ye are old intilt, not you may just think, I say it, who you're just born an old man, and beginning to grow young, and that that's your business. For neither you nor me can be that far frae home. Robert, and when we win there, we'll be young and ook. I'm thinking, and no o'er young, for we'll hae what they say ye cannot get down here a pair o' old heads upon young shoulders ay but i was may hay ye there janet for i kenna what i do wantin ye And would be Uncle stray but up yonder gain i had to gang me lane and know ye to refer till at kens the wise o' the place i kenna more the wise o' the place nor yourself robert though i'm thinking they'll be Uncle quiet and sensible seeing at a uh, there man be gentle folk it's a nook to me, at it'll be in the house o' me master's father, and me master was weel content to gang to that hoose, and it might be something but ordinary, at it was fit for him. But per simple folk, like ourselves, ill hae no need to hang him down the head, and look like gawks at dis manners. Barnes are no expected to ken at the wise, or at muckle hoose, and they hae never been until in their lives afore, it's not that I together at troubles me, Janet. It's merit I'll be expectin' to sing and look please like, and I div not ken who it'll be possible, and ye nae get a me sight, or me cry, or at the hearin' o' me ears. Did ye believe this, Robert? At where I wan? Just an in Christ Jesus? I canna will say. I'm no denyin' nothin' at the big tells me. Ye can be better nor that, Janet. But there's many a thing it says at I dinna ken whether I believed at, me ain hain, or whether it be only at a thing at ye believed Janet, it. is just to me as gien as believe it to meself, and that's a Sarah thought for a man canna be save at e'enin by the proxy o' his ain wife. Will, ye are just muckle where I find myself wiles, Robert, and I comfort myself with the hope at will ken the thing there at maybe but trying to believe here but only gate ye a proved weel at you and me's one robert no we can free scripture at the master came to make i one of them at was at twa and we can also at he conquered death say he would never let death make the ain at he had made ain until twa again it's no reason to think it for which they can what looks like a gang in the way may be a common year and there may be wise a-coming near till ain't hither up yonners at we can know nothing about down here there's that laddie gibbie i canna but think at gain he had the tongue to spake or ain't givin he could make only soon We sense and tilt like singing say he would fain himself nearer tills nor he can ith knew what kens but them at singing up there afore the throne may sing so bonny at the poor o their bras thotcht their vera may be like the ladders for them to come doon upon and hing about them at the hae left to hin them till the time comes for them to gang and jine them e the green pastors about the tree o life more of the like talk followed but these words concerning a propinquation and song although their meaning was not very clear took such a hold of gibbie that he heard nothing after but fell asleep thinking about them. In the middle of the following night Janet woke her husband. Robert, Robert, she whispered in his ear. Hearken, I'm thinking yon might be some wee angel come down to say I ken ye poor folk. Robert, scarce daring to draw his breath, listened with his heart in his mouth. From somewhere, apparently within the four walls of the cottage, came a low lovely sweet song, something like the piping of a big bird something like a small human voice it cannot be an angel said robert at length for it's singing my nannies away and what for no an angel returned janet is now that just what ye mitch be singin yourself after what ye was sayin' last night i'm thinkin there maun be a heap o young angels up there new died singin my nannies away Hoo, Janet? Ye ken there's neither marrying nor gain in the marriage there. What was sayin' anything about marrying or gain in marriage, Robert? Is that to say it you and me's to be no more to any nither nor either folk? Nor it's not to say it, cause marriage is no the wise of the country, at there's to be nothing better i the place out? What, guard the master to say anything about it then? Just cause they had plagued him with spearin', He would never hae opened his mouth and ent it. It wasna ain of his subjects. the hanna been at the wean pride prankit, folk. I didna believe there was only angels, or spirits, o' only kin, but said that a man ain't died, was aye and a together died, and yet preterit to believe in God himself, for aught that, thought to black non plus, the master we spear and wilk, o saving a poor body, at had been guard marry them all, would be the wife, o when they got up again. A buddy Mitch think it would be left to herself to say, suggested Robert. She had come through eunuchs to hae some claim to be considered. She may a been a rich guidin', said Janet, gein ilk and the savin' one be wantin' her again. But I's warn she kenned will Unix. wilk o' them was her ain. But Robert, man, this is jokin' No at it's yer white blame, and it's no becomin' I do to pose sick a serious subject, and I'm feared ay there i thought is muckle the wee sangies dropped it itself as gither hist as his gian the laverack had fant in it until its nest i doot will hear nae marrow it as soon as he could hear what they were saying gibbie had stopped to listen and now they had stopped also and there was an end for weeks he had been picking out tunes on his pans pipes also he had lately discovered that although he could not articulate, he could produce tones, and had taught himself to imitate the pipes. Now to his delight he had found that the noises he made were recognized as song by his father and mother. From that time he was often heard crooning to himself. Before long he began to look about the heavens for airs, to suit this or that song he came upon, or heard from Donal End of A Voice